Hello, my Arranger listeners. I wanted to start this episode with an apology. I mispronounced a word in this episode. <laughs> I kept saying Kegel, like Kegel exercise, instead of Kegel exercise. It's Kegel. I don't know why, but in my head, I felt like I was saying Kegel. But I guess I was not doing that, so... I apologize for this one and even for the future mispronunciation of other words I will come across because I do have a habit of doing that a lot. (laughs) So please leave me some grace space to just be me and not overcomplicate myself. So here we go. Episode 9. Welcome to Arranging Us with Carventa Collins, the show where Carventa breaks down ideas and views on women's topics in a demystified way. The key is to put things in a neat and suitable sequence to bring out the most satisfactory adjustments in women's lives. This show will enable listeners to affect change, create new awareness, and move right into action while keeping in mind the bigger picture of balancing family life, social life, and last but not least, spiritual life. Now, here's your host, your biopsychosocial life coach, Carvinta Collins. Welcome, my Ranger listeners. Today, we will discuss how sex is God's gift to humans. Now, just a reminder, I am not diagnosing anyone in this session. I am not a doctor, and this session is for informational purposes only. Nothing on this podcast is intended to substitute for treatment provided by a mental health professional. The purpose of my sessions is to assist women in making changes in their lives through supportive guidance. The information I offer is based on my life and work experience. Now, I am going to take this time to say that if you have little children in your presence, please do not continue to listen until you are comfortable or in an adult space to receive the following information. I'll give you time to do whatever you need to do right now so that the babies can't hear this adult conversation. Again, y'all know I love the babies. Y'all know I love the baby arrangers. (laughs) It's not explicit or vulgar, but I just don't want the little ones to get introduced or exposed to this before they need to. This next five-week cycle of sessions will speak on sex and intimacy in the bedroom. Now, let's get to it. Before I jump right into how our God has given us a gift that keeps on giving, I want to know, have you ever wanted to know how God sees sex? Do you feel like believers are leaving it up to the world on how people should view sex? Have you ever thought about the spiritual side of sex? 
We are going to explore and demystify God's view on sex in an informal way while considering one of the five interactive forces, my favorite, the spiritual force. You see, God made sex. He made the art, which is the sexual act. He made the parts, the penis and vagina, the participants, husband and the wife. That's why I believe you will not get any better without God intervening in your sex life. Who can guide you better than the person who created it? Our marriage and our sex life need God fully centered and above all else. And that's before music or wine or lingerie or objects. If we don't have God, we are missing so, so, so much. So let's submit ourselves to him. So let's break this down. Sex is God's creation. And as the bride of Christ or the church, we should not make this topic surrounding sex a dark, uncomfortable or negative thing and become hush-hush and not talk about it with our Christian friends or our church. Why can't we celebrate it? When there is a whole book in the Bible about romantic love, why will we shy away from that? We shun it, why? I believe that because we are not free. I'm telling you, if we were free in Jesus, what he gives us, we celebrate then to be honest, we wouldn't see a need to do it or see it as the world does. We would just enjoy what God has given. It's unity, oneness, and to replenish the earth and bring children into it. Not to mention the sheer enjoyment that this thing we call sex brings to our lives. This is some purposeful stuff. Why did God give us orgasms? Can we just go there really quick? I ask again, why did God give us orgasms? I said it earlier for pure and sheer enjoyment. Just like my mom would say, God is good all the time and all the time, God is good. <laughs> Orgasms do not help you replenish the earth. It does not do anything but give you sheer joy from the crown of your head to the tip of your feet. God is good. <laughs> so please let God bring forth his blessing. And just start praying for God to anoint and bless your body parts that are part of your matrimonial services, which is your bedroom ceremonies, right? <laughs> just so that you can be a blessing to your husband. I used to, still do, and I will continue to pray. Lord, my El Shaddai. Let it be like heaven on earth as this man 
my husband enters me. Let it be enough for the rest of our lives together on this earth. Amen. Ladies, it's a gift. You are a gift. Sex is a gift. And this gift does not have to be perverted, complicated, twisted, foreign, or given into Satan's hands. So again, we don't need the devil's methods and the devil's strategies to do God's work. I have a meditation that helped me out that I will share with you a little later in this session. And also when I say or use the word meditation, I am not coming from the world's point of view. I am speaking on the meditation on God's word and he is alone. So back to the point, sex with your husband is God's work. And if you are a single woman listening to this podcast, just hold on tight. Because if you do it outside of the context of God, I don't speak for God, but everything in his holy Bible tells me and tells us that he is not honoring that. But keep watch and hold on. This is why I believe this. Because in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 18 through 20, it says, Flee from sexual immorality. All other sins a person commits are outside the body. But whoever sins sexually sins against their own body. Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You were bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. And to my married women out there, hmm, sleep with your husbands. Sleep with your husbands. I am going to say it again. Sleep with your husbands. Mm. This can become so mean and cruel because he's over here probably discouraged, feeling like he's not enough and you don't want him or you are not pleased with him. Ladies, sleep with your husband now. I am serious. Turn this show off right now and just go to your husband and make him feel like the king of the jungle. And then, of course, come back and finish the episode. I'm pretty sure he will approve of this podcast after that, right? (laughs) He will probably make sure you keep listening to this particular topic. (laughs) But again, turn it off right now and make love and get intimate with your husband. Now, of course, I know we all have unique lives and things that are hindering us to have sex, like 
continual affairs from your partner, diseases, medical conditions, and other things. But for the ones who are just not doing it because they are withholding it to have some type of power over their husband, it's not cool. Holding back because their husbands is not doing something that is not right, like fixing things around the house that he said he was going to fix, or even holding back because they don't put sex up there and what they value, like they do their children, their finances, or their church commitments. Those are the ones I am speaking to right now. I am trying to bring value to this thing, to this thing we call sex. Again, I'm gonna keep saying it. Sleep with your, say it with me, husbands. This is just what I personally believe. It is straight up ungodly not to bless your husband in that way. It's ungodly. Mm. I know I'm tapping on some things that is serious. And I know I joke a lot. And I try to make things, you know, just light. But this is serious, guys. We need to sleep with our husbands. And we need to be a blessing to them. We need to serve them. We need to honor them. We need to love them. Believe me, I had experience with this type of stuff. So I am not just throwing things at you, hoping they will stick. I am telling you from experience, you don't want all this space between your lovemaking and intimacy because you don't want to give space so the enemy can come in and mess up everything God created for you to enjoy and turn it into chaos and hurt. Again, your body is not your own alone. It also belongs to your husband. It even says to check with your husband if you are going on a fast or consecrating yourself. You have to make sure that your sex life is placed in a place to where you both agree to set it. Again, sleep with your, say it with me, husband. Stop being mean. That's wrong, ladies. <laughs> Get that man some. <laughs> Take, for example, the Song of Songs or Songs of Solomon in the Bible. It's chapter 7, verse 7 through 10. It says, Your stature is like a palm tree, and your breast is like its clusters. I say I will climb the palm tree and lay hold of its fruit. Oh, may your breast be like clusters of the vine, and the scent of your breath like apples, and your mouth like the best wine. It goes down smoothly for my beloved, gliding over lips and teeth. I am my beloved's, and his desire is for me. You see, this shows us that there is a desire. So ladies, get that man some. <laughs> Let him desire you in the right way. 
we women also find ourselves so into witnessing to others and serving others, but are dishonoring our marriages. Hebrews chapter 13 verse 4 reads, Let marriage be held in honor among all, and let the marriage bed be undefiled. After reading this, my question is, how come we are quick to witness to others, but are not willing to witness and serve our husbands? It is an honorable thing to do. Witness, ladies, with your bodies. Witness with your bodies. 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 1 says, Wives, in the same way, be submissive to your own husbands, so that even if some do not obey the word, they might be won over without a word, but by the behavior of their wives. Witness to your husband, even if he is not a believer. You can win him over by how you treat him. The scripture basically says, women, shut up. Use your hips instead of your lips. <laughs> shut up and use your hips <laughs> instead of your lips. <laughs> Ain't that what First Peter said? Don't get mad at me. <laughs> Or maybe I interpret it different. But it said he could be won over without a word, but by the behavior. And men feel blessed with your hips. Again, use your hips and not your lips. Stop nagging. I'm going to say it again. <laughs> use your hips. And not your lips. <laughs> well, unless you're using your lips in another way. <laughs> hey, I'm talking about kissing and stuff, okay? <laughs> Me going far, but hey, the bed is undefiled, right? So let's go over the Song of Solomon. He said, Her eyes are like doves, and her hair. It's like a flock of goats. Her teeth are white like sheep. Her lips are like silk thread. Her cheeks are like pomegranates. Her neck is like Davis Tower. We went over that one before, right? <laughs> and her breast is like two fawns, like twins of a gazelle. And he was intoxicated with her love. She was described as a complex woman whose eroticism is celebrated. Ladies, this should at least make us understand that we are beautiful and are all different. You might have small breasts, a long neck, a long nose, beautiful cheekbones, long eyelashes, and beautiful skin. And guess what? We are still loved. 
And now, it's time for Carventa's Personal Account Rundowns, where personal stories are humbly shared. Now, arrangers, sit back, relax, and let's begin. Well, here is part of the show where I sometimes share a personal story of mine or someone else's. I can even sometimes rant about the topic I am speaking on. Okay, what was the first word out of Adam's mouth when he first saw Eve? Whoa, man. Thus the word woman was created. (laughs) I heard this joke in church. 10 years ago and it always stuck with me I don't know why it stuck with me but it just stuck with me I think I just didn't get it at the beginning (laughs) but shout out to Pastor Jonathan Perry for sharing this a long time ago man like I told y'all in previous episodes we are beautiful and we are what the (laughs) bomb.com whoa man (laughs) Whoa, man. <laughs> Woman. <laughs> well, you got to get it. So it's like, whoa, as in W-H-O-A, man, M-A-N, but then woman as W-O-M-A-N. It's just funny. <laughs> it's just funny. Or maybe I'm just laughing by myself. I hope y'all out there laughing with me because I just thought that was funny. Whoa, man. <laughs> so this segment... I wanted to share how I felt about bringing God into my sex life. I felt extremely uncomfortable, but I remember thinking, how can I give God all of me and not that part of me also, right? So I remember reading Proverbs chapter 5, verse 18 through 19, and how it encourages love. And it said, let your fountain be blessed and rejoice in the wife of your youth, a lovely deer, a graceful doe. Let her breasts fill you at all times with delight. Be intoxicated always in her love. You hear that? Be intoxicated always, always in her love. That is powerful. Your husband should have your breast and delight in your love, but he can't do that if you're not letting him. So I ask whether you are that graceful doe sharing your body with your husband. So let's switch gears right quick and talk about prayer and meditation. I will share my main prayer to God about sex and my personal meditation. So, my personal prayer, I go to God and I say, My sexuality belongs to my husband, oh God. And I consecrate my sexual intimacy with my husband to you. Let me and my spouse experience all the pleasures and oneness intended for us to enjoy in our marriage. Please, Holy Spirit, fill our bed, which is 
undefiled. Fill it now with your spirit, O God, the spirit of you, O God. In your word, in Timothy, it says, for everything created by you is good, Lord. Everything created by you is good. You and no one but you. You are the maker of sex. You created sex as good. And I want to make sure that my husband and I appreciate this blessing, oh God. I will not reject sex, but receive it as a gift to both give and receive, oh God. I ask that you take this prayer and the action that I am putting forth, my step of faith, and sanctify sex to me and my body my feelings, and my mind in order for me to create a healthy sex life for us, oh God. I want to create a healthy, a healthy sex life for us. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, please rewrite my sex script to align with how you see sex. You see sex as good, holy, and being undefiled in our bedroom. Mm. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Mm. Please rewrite my sex script to align with how you see sex, seeing it as good. I pray this prayer in your son's name. Mm. In Jesus' name. Amen. Whew. This is making me want to do what I told you guys to do earlier. Pause this show and love on my husband. I just felt really safe and ready to just give and receive after that one. Man, and if you guys feel the same, There is nothing wrong with pausing this show again (laughs) for the second time and witnessing to your husband. (laughs) I promise you I will be here when you get back. (laughs) Oh, man. (sighs) I hope that helped. So now... After you have said a prayer similar to the one I've just shared, try to do this sex meditation prayer I created for myself. Hopefully, this helps you relax and get you to see yourself as beautiful, loved, and unique. Okay, now, before starting, I would like for you to get a picture of you guys together smiling or just having a good time and also find a mirror or go to some place that has a mirror like a bathroom and make sure you empty your bladder then sit or lie down and then we can start after you figure out which one you want to do you may sit or lie down it doesn't matter okay let's start I was hoping you could take some full, slow, deep breaths in through your nose and out through your mouth. (sighs) 
succumb as if you are watching them floating down a stream and guide your attention back to your slow and easy breathing. Slowly hug yourself and repeat after me in your head. Let my bed be undefiled. Let it be like heaven on earth worth our while. As he enters me with a smile. Again, let my bed be undefiled. Let it be like heaven on earth worth our while as he enters me with a smile one more time while still easy breathing. Let my bed be undefiled. Let it be like heaven on earth worth our while as he enters me with a smile. Now tighten your pelvic floor muscles. Hold tight while deep breathing and repeat. Let my bed be undefiled. Let it be like heaven on earth worth our while as he enters me with a smile. Relax the muscles and say again, let my bed be undefiled. Let it be like heaven on earth worth our while. As he enters me with a smile. Make sure you are not tightening your stomach, thigh, buttock or chest muscles, only the pelvic, and do it again. Tighten your pelvic floor muscles. Hold tight while deep breathing and repeat. Let my bed be undefiled. Let it be like heaven on earth worth our while. As he enters me with a smile. Relax the muscles and say again, let my bed be undefiled. Let it be like heaven on earth worth our while as he enters me with a smile. Now, when you are ready, look into the mirror and smile with the most humblest, the most genuine smile you can muster up while repeating in your head, let my bed be undefiled, let it be like heaven on earth worth our while, as he enters me with a smile. Now while calming your headspace, take three deep breaths.
and take the picture that you have of your husband or both of you guys that remind you of a great time and repeat let my bed be undefiled let it be like heaven on earth worth our while as he enters me with a smile relax the muscles and say again let my bed be undefiled let it be like heaven on earth worth our while as he enters me with a smile again repeat taking deep breaths let my bed be undefiled let it be like heaven on earth worth our while as he enters me with a smile relax the muscles and let your body become nice and loose and say again let my bed be undefiled let it be like heaven on earth worth our while as he enters me with a smile focus your mind on being in the bedroom with your spouse and repeat let my bed be undefiled let it be like heaven on earth worth our while as he enters me with a smile <sighs> for the next few moments take some slow easy breaths and notice what your body feels like physically and how your mind feels after meditating on the word with God. Also, we did some Kegel exercises during the meditation which can improve orgasms and sexual arousal. They say if you repeat this exercise 10 times for three to four times a day, but no more, you can reap the benefits. And just in case you didn't know, Kegels during sex can be pleasurable for your husband. He gonna thank me again. <laughs> so with that said, enjoy the success you have had in being able to relax your body physically and your mind mentally and getting connected spiritually. So now that I have given you my personal account segment, I hope I at least had you thinking about how you can bring God into your sex life. Truth be told, God is the only one that can create fulfillment, healthy and oneness to you and your spouse's intimate spaces with each other. He gives us freedom wisdom and kindness to steward the incredible gift of your sex life that grants love it grants grace and it grants growth in the bedroom and so now i just want us to leave with an understanding of how god sees sex so if you have sexual brokenness sexual difficulties or sexual ignorance God can make you whole ladies overall I pray that we see God in everything 
especially our sex lives or the lack thereof. And we should seek him on how to cater to or value the gift that he gave to us. First, I believe we should read the Songs of Solomon, the love book of the Bible, and see the beauty in that type of love. Because I know I did. (laughs) Especially with the neck and David's tower or the ivory tower. (laughs) Then... I would like for you to start praying or use the prayer that I shared earlier. Just pray and pray and pray to God about your sex life regularly so you can make it a habit and feel comfortable and not make this topic such a standoff conversation with God. Lastly, try the meditation that I shared earlier. I truly believe that having your mind on the word of God can truly make a difference. I really do. So at this time, I would like to thank my family, friends, and all the women who encourage me every day to be simply me and not overcomplicate who I am. And I have to give a personal shout out and thank you to new arranger listeners thank you for becoming an arranger listener by supporting this podcast on patreon and i also want to give a shout out to some that's listening to me in the netherlands i am so excited and i appreciate you downloading and listening to the episodes so thank you thank you thank you so much ladies for support This is what it is all about, supporting other women who are trying to make a difference. I have gotten emails on how you can donate, so if you want to become a Patreon member, please look for the link in the description and click on the link. It will take you to the site and you can choose basic support for a dollar a month or um, the thank yous at the end for $3 per month. Um, or ask me anything for $5 a month or my deep dive special for $10 per month. And this month for my deep dive, I am speaking on the controversial topic of surrogacy. So again, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I pray that you guys have a really, 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 really blessed day. And if you like how I broke down the spiritual force, understanding how sex is God's gift, please stay tuned for the next episode. I will break down the life cycle force regarding our age and sex. Again, if you have little children in your presence, please do not continue to listen until you are in a comfortable or in an adult space to receive the information. We definitely do not want them to walk around saying the meditation, saying, let my bed be undefiled. We definitely don't want that, right? (laughs) So please become an arranger today. This podcast is growing out of hard work and created with love. You are so, so much appreciated and I'll see you in the next session. Thank you for listening to Arranging Us with Carvinta Collins. By choosing to spend a portion of your limited time today with your ears and brain space, we hope this session has been beneficial and fruitful. Come back often 
and we will appreciate it if you subscribe, share with others, post about it on social media, and rate and review. Please support us on patreon.com forward slash arranging us or donate on Cash App using cash.app forward slash dollar sign arranging us. And most importantly, visit Carvinta Collins Life Coaching website to book an individual session on a budget at survivingscarsuccessfully.com. Again, the website is survivingscarsuccessfully.com to find extra resources and more products. It's very much appreciated. We humbly thank you for listening and remember to detect, check, affect, and accept what's going on in your life. Have a blessed rest of your day.